Here this week, everybody's here. Hi guys, what Hi, is happening? <laughs> Hi guys, Rob's all robotic. You got the number right. Did I really? Yes, yeah. you did. And the version. Well, there's going to come a time when I'm going to stop saying what episode it is because I. Right now, it's easy because it's relatively low, and I can easily remember that. But there's there will be a time when I stop saying this is episode X whatever. I, I won't. I won't right. be able to do that because I'm old. <laughs> You know, this is episode seven sixty four. Dude, this shit's gonna go over a thousand, so you better get ready. Right. No, we didn't get enough logos to make a thousand. We only have five hundred. I know, right? We're only at five hundred. We, oh, we're gonna have to. We can make that. We can fix that, though. We can get more made. I think. <laughs> Such an investment. I know. So this week, guys, is gonna be kind of a short and sweet one. There's a lot going on outside of the heli world for me in particular and the other guys i don't know they're just kind of slacking it and they just said now nah, let's uh, i had to convince them they, they like wanted to take the week off i'm like no we got to put out a show something a small show. short right yeah yeah exactly the opposite went? happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly the opposite happened yeah you tried to bail me said shut up get in that basement and do this <laughs> damn edit <laughs> record zip tied him to the chair Ooh. Anyway, it puts this the windy week, comments in the episode. This week we're <laughs> going to go through our. I'm just ignoring you, Rob. This week we're going to go through real quickly what we've been up to. Who wants to go first? Dude, I'll go first. Sure. So yeah, I just had uh, another week of good flying. Uh, did some more tuning on the um, the brain on the oxy two. It was I don't know. I just flew a little kind of loose around the edges so i tightened i turned up some of the cyclic gains and some of the other things and so it's flying a little bit better um i uh, actually just before we recorded a little earlier just before supper i took that one the uh goblin and the t-rex 600 out to the park and just tore it up i don't know i just took some of the uh, pointers that we talked about um on the last episode and just kind of held on to that energy through the week did some simming and stuff felt really good about it so Went out and flew today and just had a great time. Worked on some fundamentals down low and then, you know, just took it up in the air and kind of spread the wings as it were. Did a bunch of hard sport. Some kids came and watched and they actually asked questions, intelligent questions and stuff like that. So we had a nice little conversation with them about it. I told them about the show. And so random kids from the park. Yeah, if you uh, actually did find the show, glad to hear. Um, glad to hear that you're listening. Hope you get a heli. If you do, I'll buddy box and show you how it works, man. Um but um, yeah, no crashes, so nothing, uh, no carnage to speak of, I guess. Uh, just had your standard um, a heli, uh, heli extravaganza for the whole week, I guess. Wow, that's it, huh? Short and sweet. Yeah, pretty short and sweet. Yeah, yeah. All everything, right. everything did what it was supposed to do. So, 
Um, yeah. Cool. Who's next? I can go next. Uh, and I am even shorter and even sweeter. Uh, so (laughs) (laughs) I was in Salt Lake city this week, currently, uh, in Atlanta working on another project. Don't get to go home for another, uh, week and a half or so. But anyway, I uh, put in 100 hours of work last week, so there was not much heli flying, zero simming. However, in the middle of the night, when decision making is at its most questionable, uh, I had an offer I could not turn down on a Logo 700, which uh, has always yes. been a little bit of a bucket list heli for me. I heard a lot of people say really good things about it. I loved my Logo 480s when I had those, and I'm kind of dying to try a torque tube heli. I've never tried one. So maybe my autos will stop running out of head speed one foot off the ground uh, with the advantage <laughs> of the torque tube. So uh bought the Logo 700. So now I think I'm probably going to sell my Nick Maxwell Edition kit. It's uh, still new in the box. It was going to be my winter build, but now I think the Logo 700 is going to be uh, my winter project. Super excited for that. And uh, that's about it for me, man. That Logo is going to lull you into a false sense of security. It's mm-hmm. not I just know. Torque Tube that does it. That in particular is like cheat mode for autos. So nice. I'm excited for it, man. But I will probably yeah. start running out of head speed on my other birds five feet in the air after this one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, a lot of my helis do really good kangaroo impressions. <laughs> it's like when you say, hey, I love the landing. Both of them. So <laughs> now I, I, I'm a little curious now. What, what is it about that particular helicopter that makes it cheap no, cheat mode? It just autos so well. Um, as well. Yeah, unbelievably well. I I, okay. I think because it's a little bit light, I'm not sure. It doesn't have a lot of resistance in the drivetrain, but I, I can't explain it. Some helis auto better than others, some heavy ones, some light ones. It makes no sense, but the Glogo is like one of the best autoing helicopters ever made, and it's belt and it's lightweight, which is not a good recipe for autoing. Normally, right. you can't get head speed back, but it, it just works phenomenally well. Huh. And the 700 is one of them. Uh, well, I just another question for Nick. Why aren't you just doing both of them? Why don't you keep them both? Because it just, there's a point, you know, and apologies to those that have a million helicopters, but there's a point where it just feels excessive, right? I have the raw 703 blade right now. I've got the Puma that I'm really enjoying. And this will be three 700s. And, and that seems like more than enough. I also have two, you know, 580, 600 class. So that's just enough helicopters. I don't, I don't want that many to keep track of. So that was three seven hundred seems like more than enough. <laughs> Does it hurt to <laughs> me so wrong? No idea. There is no wrong, right? Some guys want a hundred helicopters. Some guys want five. Some guys want two. Some guys yeah. tell you if you have more than one, you're a dumbass. Like you know, whatever makes you happy, man. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah, uh, not buying it. The more the merrier, man. The more the merrier. Yeah. Plus, I only have electronics for three seven hundred, so there's that too. I think um, we should mention before Scott goes because we're gonna we're gonna have him go next. But he was talking about right while we were recording about firing up a nitro right there in his house just so he wouldn't have to take a no fly, which means he probably didn't get any flying in this week. Go ahead, Scott, tell us about uh, your week. no fly, no, no fly. fly. Sorry, guys, Not that I, I can let talk. you down. But no fly. <laughs> My wife pulled the. You flew last weekend, and you're going to a fun fly next weekend, so you can't do it this weekend. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's fair. Ended up dabbling a little mm. bit with the, okay, here's a story. I was going to start getting into what I did, but there's a story of how I got there. So I'm trying to build a black nitro, one of my favorite helicopters ever. Steve Yoon hooked me up, gave me an awesome deal on one. It arrived. I was super excited and it had an OS crankshaft. 
the adapter and I was like, oh shit, I fly YS. All I have is YS-91s. So I got in a panic and I was like, I want this thing flying for RCHO. So I messaged some friends and stuff and posted up and I was seeing if anybody had a YS crank. So my buddy, uh, John Titus, who lives in Winston, about maybe 30 minutes north of me, um, he's like, oh yeah, I got one. I'll hook you up. So he doesn't fly nitro. He just got it in a big pack of parts. So I was like, oh, sweet. You know, I'll come meet you halfway. So we go up on Saturday morning, like 10 o'clock in the morning, and we go meet by like a Thunder Road Grill or whatever, like uh, about 20 minutes north of me. So we're in the parking lot. He gives me the shaft. We get to chatting and stuff. And (laughs) (laughs) damn it. John Titus gave me the shaft in the parking parking lot lot behind his truck. Um, (laughs) More detail. More detail. Wow. Oh, yeah. He bagged it. It was bagged um, and lubed. So, you know, it was clean. Good. 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 (laughs) But we we look over and we're like, what is turn and burn hobbies? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't even know there was a hobby store over here. So we literally go walk over and go check in and peek in the windows. It's a friggin' hobby store. We had no clue it was there. It's not on Google Maps. If you search hobby store, it does not come up. If you search RC car track, it comes up. But who does that? Nobody. Right, right. So right. <laughs> <laughs> we walked inside. It was pretty cool. Started looking around. It was it was cars. It's not helicopters. They had right. a couple airplane things, but primarily cars. But they had a full indoor carpet track and stuff and a, a, a dirt track outside and all this good stuff and we were just chatting with guys and they saw we had a main stuff on. He had some SAB stuff on. So we got to talking about helicopters and back and forth. One dude knew about the Charlotte event last weekend and he was like, oh yeah, there was a bunch of a main guys down there. I was like, yeah, I was one of them. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, and one of them's like, here, here's a radio. Here's a car. Knock yourself out. Have some fun. No shit. Yeah, it was cool. So I started ripping yeah, some fun. laps. We were, you know, paying, playing past the tranny between uh, John and I. It was cool. <laughs> so in, in the parking lot. <laughs> No, 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 no. We oh, left her in the truck. <laughs> but just you know, doing a couple laps, 10, 15 laps each, pass the training, 10, 15 laps, pass it back. And it was so much fun. Like at first I was like, well, this is dumb. This is stupid. I keep like wiggling back and forth and can't really get through the track. And by the time we were done, man, we're ripping the hot laps, like cutting corners and stuff and doing some good laps. It was a lot of fun. So I think I may dabble with that a little bit this, yeah. this winter. That's nice. fun. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. a lot of fun. I used to do that uh, years ago. We used to do it. Uh, we had a parking lot racing league in Montana. And we would set up tracks in uh, big empty parking lots and just like 30, 40 people would show up. We'd race all day long. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Did you do trucks or cars or what? We did the uh, <clears throat> the little stock cars. The, what one did I have? I had a F4C, I believe it was. Okay. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I want to get into. Yeah, like, like 60, cars. 70 mile an hour cars, four wheel drive. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah. I I, I kind of dabbled with it before with the four wheel drive buggies, the eight scale stuff. Right. And the frequency that you need to clean them and change them and tire setup and all this stuff and shock fluid. And it was just like, it's it a was a whole, yeah, it's like, this is, don't, nobody get offended. It's going to be a total side hobby. I don't want to be that invested in something. So right. when I'm looking at, touring cars is pretty simple they have this one class called like vta like vintage trans am class and it's like all stock like you can't do modifications you can't do a bunch of setup stuff you run one kind of tire and that's it and i'm like that's what i want super simple all on driver skill nothing about setup or any of that bullshit let's go looks fun yeah yeah so i'll give that a whirl i think maybe i don't know 
Check in cool. next week. See if I, uh, you know, ADHD my way into some other hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that leaves Devin. Oh, my turn. I'm going to have to say. Unless Scott, Scott wasn't done. I'm pretty sure I'm done. I mean, let's, uh, let's see if Devin's done something a little bit less weird than cars. It sounds like Scott's <laughs> pretty spent after that, uh, after that event there, huh? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, past the tranny gets tiring. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. After like three <laughs> rounds, you're done. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, so for me, I'm going to have to take a no-fly for this weekend. I opted to uh, work on my travel trailer that we bring to events with us because last week on the way home from New York kind of snapped a leaf spring mount so welding that back in getting that going so it's ready for next season before it gets too cold to work on doing that just building the xl power v2 gasser that i just got all the parts for that's going good and kind of just a chill out weekend of just building and fixing is it going good is it it's going (laughs) fine is it it's It's, it's a safe place it's going fine I was it was a little frustrating. Yeah. At yeah, first. Right. Yeah. You know, every bearing falling out of the heli was great. Well, that's because, always fun shit. Oh, yeah. Did you have to you use were, Loctite? Yeah, more Loctite, <laughs> more, more green Loctite Dude. than I've ever used in my whole entire heli career. You were a bit heli. more descriptive on Friday. Yeah. When He's I was just not me. used to it. He's an oxymoron. <laughs> 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 I was boiling inside yeah. <laughs> waiting for the opportunity to use it wow well yeah well the bearings were frustrating me a little bit I kind of I don't know if it was me being stupid or something but the yeah. inserts for the tail push rod stripped out while oh putting them in so you stripped the threads was, no no the head the, that 1.5 millimeter that goes on the end of the thread, it, that stripped out once it got like seven eighths of the way in. It oh just stripped God. out. So that was frustrating. Um, but then I ordered Loctite that wasn't 20 years old and it worked way better. Oh, How shit. crusty was that. it? It wasn't crusty at all. Just, I don't know. The chemical compound of it didn't work anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's what I had. It's what I started with. So I ordered some more green Loctite on Amain, and it works way better and way less frustrating. It's so, like literally what you started flying helis with 15 years ago. Dude, it sounds like me, dude. <laughs> Monty is screaming at his radio right now in his <laughs> car. He's like, no, <laughs> it has an expiration date. <laughs> I told you, people. I told you. Freaking no. Monty. No, yeah. but... Besides that, the build's going very well. It's going together relatively easily. What, uh, going through blackout mods on the blog, watching the build go together and following those instructions. Not too bad. But that's basically it for my weekend. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I got a no-fly this week. No-fly. No fly. Well, here's the deal. So for work, I, have to, I had to get the booster and I had to get a flu shot. And... They tried to give it to me at work in the middle of the week, and I always opt out because I have a kind of a track record of getting sick for a couple days um, after, and I didn't. I wanted to wait for the weekend, Friday in particular, too busy at work to miss work. Right. 
So I waited for Friday and um, went into one of the local pharmacies here and got that. And sure as shit. This week, though, this weekend, although wasn't as bad as previous experiences, it, it was still bad enough to make me not. I just sucked all the motivation out of my existence all weekend long. Just oh, it really like a, does. Yeah, complete. Like a almost felt like the flu shot is what did me in because it really felt like kind of the end stages of flu when your body's just sore. You know, you're just like sore. Not you don't yeah. feel as sick as much anymore. Yeah. So I remember when I got my booster shot when I had to go to Germany. I worked the next day and my head was spinning and I <laughs> felt like crap. Yeah. That's typically how I feel after the first two, but this one didn't bother me as bad. But anyway, so I got the cracking in this week. And I was all excited about that. I didn't I didn't get too far on it. <laughs> I got I, you know, I got you know, I did my little hand push to move shit out of the way on my desk, right? Yeah, the squeegee, the arm squeegee. Yeah, <laughs> got everything out of the way. Opened up the manual. What, you know, and look, there's something that needs to be said real quickly about the user experience with an SAB helicopter, right? From opening the box, the presentation, the way things are packed, I don't think you can beat it, right? I mean, they really put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, dude, uh, it's nice. It, it's, the presentation is just beautiful when you open up. At least this one. I'm assuming the rest of them are like this, but, um, you know, nice building mat. Um, just the way everything's laid out. Fantastic. So, I, you know, I pull out the manual and I read through the first few pages, get to step one. Like, oh, sweet, easy. Build the tail control rod. Sure, why not? Because, you know, you got to glue it. You got to let it sit for overnight, let everything cure. You're going to use yeah. some epoxy, which I typically do. So, I'm happily going along. And <clears throat> usually those little threaded rods... There's just enough clearance in those carbon tubes, like Scott and I were talking, where they kind of fit, maybe a little snug. This one I had to kind of thread in. So I threaded it all the way in, measured it out where it needed to be, put a little mark on the thread, on the rod, with a mark with a Sharpie. And unthreaded it about, I don't, I don't know, maybe halfway out. Put some thin CA on there. I guess it wasn't thin. It was more of a medium. Yeah. Started threading it in, and um, the, the CA said, fuck you, dude. This, this is <laughs> not <laughs> so, I'm done. I'm going to get my friend John Titus to uh, give you the shaft and help loosen up your threads there a little I bit. I know, right? So mm. I'm like, I got the vice grips out. I got, I'm like, I'm getting this motherfucker out. You know, it just, it just didn't work. And so there's nothing more, I guess, fun about a build than happen to go right to the computer and order parts before you even get shit going, right? So Yeah, that sucks. Got that done. Got the um the Kraken 580 should be on its way Monday. Ordered some mini uh Torx servos for that all the way around. And um I did order some new PRC Pro Plus connectors because we're going to fix my uh, blondish moment with connectors. We're going to switch all the batteries out, try to make sure that shit doesn't happen again. Nice. Square peg round hole. Yeah, so I, I actually did a couple of my batteries, but I didn't have enough of the uh, connectors, so I ordered some more in. And then, you know, I don't know about you guys, but whenever I go to order, I always just kind of like, 
ah, there's something else, you know, you just look and you're looking and you're like, I, I like, like to restock things. Like I might order a set of tail blades this week. I ordered, um, let's see, I ordered uh, a couple extra set of, of, um, connectors and just some random tools, a couple hex drivers, just cause I always seem to lose my 2.5. Don't know why, but I do. And, uh, just kind of build up some, I don't know, I got some more grease and just some odds and ends. Always nice to keep keep that stuff. Yeah, right. Stock. It sucks when you run out with one of those little fiddly, fiddly bits and you didn't realize and you're like, shit. So other than that, that's about it. Yeah, no flying. I, I had every intention of going to fly. I mean, I wanted to, but I just, uh, Saturday, and the weather, and here's the thing, the weather was beautiful. Oh, my God. It was, it was again, 70 degrees, no wind, 72. Oh, sunny. nice. Yeah, perfect. But no Didn't fly. Go. No fly. I found a tail motor for the uh, Logo 200. That'll be here this week. Word. Holy faked. And uh, I did order a few extra parts for that as well that'll be in this week too. I ordered uh, another set of landing gear and I found the feathering shaft and a main shaft. I, the main shaft was already here. Didn't ha- I ordered a feathering shaft in just because you said maybe I should. Since I had to order that tail motor, I just threw that in as well. Nice. So hopefully I can get that thing going, and then uh, that will cure that no fly because I can fly that right in the yard, right? Chase you can do it five minutes the before the show. Heck yeah. yeah. And then that way you don't get a no fly. Like We were hoping you would fire that nitro up right in the living room in there so we could all listen and partake thereof. I mean, you can give me some time. I'll do it. Yeah. I dare you to do it. I dare you to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. While Nick's doing the news, you go get that thing ready, and we'll listen. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. All right. Well, short and sweet. Time to move on to some news. We got any? Got any news this week, Nick? Hey, man, we got some news. Excellent. News. Oh my God! Oh Jesus! <laughs> wow! Wow! I'm keeping it in short and sweet. Oh, that's true. That was the directive. <laughs> like it in short and sweet. All right, we're going to keep the news uh, short and sweet. It's the theme of this week. In the opposite direction of short, uh, making things longer, the XL Power Nimbus 650 Stretch Kit is now in stock and available at your favorite XL Power dealers. Uh, so if you want to stretch your Nimbus 550 to a 650 size, you can. For the shockingly reasonable price of $39.99. Uh, I know it only includes nice. a boom and a push rod and a belt, you know, but uh, still super nice and cheap price. Uh, I'm told uh, that the maximum blade length you can use with this is in fact 650 millimeters and 95 millimeter tail blades. Uh, so anxious to hear from anyone that's, uh, you know, got one of those together and flown it. Let us know uh, how that's going. That was short and sweet. No, there's yeah. some more, but there was okay. some, something I had to mute my mic for there. <laughs> too many bubbles in my soda can there. <laughs> oh, we would have nice liked to hear that. I know you would have. <laughs> I was going to deprive you of that. All right. In other news this week, uh, Spectrum announced the iX14 transmitter was uh, released last Thursday. It's a 14-channel Android-based touchscreen transmitter at a lower price point than their iX20. So kind of similar feature set to the iX20, but smaller. Uh, comes in at the uh, reasonable price, at least in that line of eight ninety nine ninety nine. So for nine hundred bucks, you can pick up the iX fourteen. 
Uh, it includes all of the latest updates to Spectrum smart systems, you know, integration with their FBLs and ESCs, uh, precision Hall Effect gimbals, USB-C charging. Uh, and, you know, and certainly if you're in that Spectrum world and using those FBLs or you're one of those folks that flies a lot of planks and helis at once and you're kind of living in that Spectrum ecosystem or using Spectrum ESCs, it's certainly a, a great choice for that. Hmm, people still fly Spectrum radios? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. Okay. A few, a few in our Atlanta heli crew that seem uh, very intrigued by the IX-14 are all flying Spectrum happily. Uh, most of them are using, uh, what is it, the Brain 2 uh, FBL with them. But anyway, they seem quite happy. Uh, here's one that might intrigue you, Dan. It certainly intrigues me. There's been some rumors of a Soxos 800. I can't find Ooh. any concrete information on it. So if anyone's got some more info, go ahead and hit me up. I'd love to to share it uh, with our listeners. But uh, I'm definitely intrigued by this. I got to say... Dan's Soxos has me intrigued. Uh, it's a cool design. I was looking at, at, at you know some other friends, Tanner's and others. Uh, Sean's building one right now. Been seeing pictures of that build in progress. Definitely intrigued. But an 800 would be really fun. I've always wanted one. Yeah. So uh, anxious to hear more about that. I will be getting one. Yeah, it'll be cool. The Soxos have you ever had an 800? Intrigued. Huge. Have I ever had an 800? Yeah. Yeah, I've had bigger than 800. How about yeah, you get a Bergen? I had a Bergen yeah. gasser that flew like 870 millimeter blades. Ooh. I mean, you lost me at gasser, but you've, you had me <laughs> as for a second at 870. At like 1200 RPM. Oh, I bet you that's not Dude, cool. I bet them farts were nice. Oh, oh if you could hear them over the engine. <laughs> oh, you could hear them. Sounded just like a helicopter. It was great. Except. This is going to hurt some ears out there. The Bergen quality control is less than, I guess, ideal. They have a tendency to break in very key places, bell cranks in particular. Are they even around anymore? Oof. They do. I think they still do multi-rotors. And I guess you could still get parts for them. I don't know. But, dude, the airframes, even way back... uh. 2009 or 10, $2,500 just for the airframe. No way. Holy not anymore. shit. Or was it $1,600? Might have been $1,600. Even then. It was very expensive. I bought one. Yeah. That's a lot of clams, but I bet it was fun to fly while it worked. Yeah, except it, I just, like I said, like things, weird things would happen. Like um, you'd just be doing some ba basic gentle flying and the elevator bell crank would just snap. It would just do a <laughs> front flip into the ground and bam. <laughs> you just, would, and you weren't doing anything. It's just like whatever alloy he was using was just not, I don't know, man. Man, that sucks. wasn't good. It's Cheesium from China. Cheesium? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> terrifying that a helicopter that large would have problems like that. Oh, yeah. Dude, this thing, it was something else. And I All had right. to put a pound of lead weight in the front for it a to CIG. Holy shit. It was 22 I mean, I pounds all up. I guess that long. It's not such a big deal, but still. It was 22 pounds all up. Dude, you could Damn. carry a badger around in that thing. <laughs> it, could it could fly for an hour. Damn. Yeah, I can't fly minutes. for an hour. Dan's flying circuits over his house, uh, watching guard with this loud-ass Bergen. 
All right. So before we get to this week's news of the week, I just want to touch on last week's for a minute, pick up a couple of details. I got a fest. Robbie did a great job. Uh, all right, a good job uh, with the news last week. Thanks for picking that up in my absence. Uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> I mean, good. <laughs> he did a job. <laughs> nah, I just get. But the salad wasn't you, that wilted. <laughs> I'm going to confess, I'm an Eagle Drift fanboy. This is no secret. But just a couple of details about some some things that came out in that video last week. The thing I'm really excited about is this whole concept of an ESC motor and blade ecosystem that are all optimized to work together. Um, You know, I've had some conversations offline with Vincent and and in the team chats and stuff. Um, It's going to be a long time, I think, before this hits the market because he's Vincent is a wicked perfectionist and it's not going to come out until the ESC has all the telemetry capability that we're all accustomed to with a variety of radio protocols. Uh, and you're not going to see blades hit the market until they truly make a difference, right? I don't think he's interested in releasing a copy of another blade or stamping his logo on another blade. If it doesn't improve motor efficiency, I don't think it's going to happen. So, you know, I'm excited that people are developing things like this. I know Scorpion's done this on the airplane side as well, releasing, you know, prop ESE motor system all optimized to work together. So I don't know. I think that's really cool. I'm super excited about it. I just wanted to add that there's no ETA for any of this. So for the folks that have reached out and asked me about it, um, you know, it's not going to come out until it's ready, is all Vincent's going to say. And it was certainly delayed a little bit by the pandemic. So look for news on it in the future. But, uh, you know, don't save your pennies for it. It's not ready quite yet. And there's no, you know, defined ETA. <clears throat> all right. Speaking of pennies, let's get to this week's news of the week. Uh, Mikado announced uh, Euro pricing for their Logo 200 based flight trainer system this week. So this is their system that uses the Logo 200 or a special Logo 200 with the landing pad and a special transmitter all in a bundle. Uh, it's going to come in two different packages, one that includes just those three pieces and the other one that includes uh, a carrying case for an extra 100 euros. Now, the one thing I did hear from someone uh, related to Mikado is that the pricing released includes 20% German sales tax. So the price in euros is 1,400 euros for the system without the backpack, and 1500 with the system with the carrying case. Now, it's likely that includes 20% German sales tax, so this is not official. You cannot quote me on this. This is not from Mikado, but doing a little math and some basic deductions says that the U.S. street price is probably, again, this is me, RCHN, not Mikado, $1,100 to $1,200. That's not confirmed. So the question that remains to be seen is, is that price point too much for a beginner? Is it not? It's a you know, super powerful learning tool. It's essentially uncrashable in upright orientations. And perhaps if you factor in safe crash costs, this makes sense. You know, we're, we're going to stay on the lookout for confirmed U.S. pricing. I'm sure we'll certainly be talking about it once it's officially released and maybe a little bit today, uh, whether this is worthwhile. I mean, if you look at, say, a Blade 230 SV2, you know, ready to fly with a radio, I'm sure that's less than $400, but it's not crash-proof, right? You can stuff that thing in the ground and fix it over and over again. So... It's probably going to be north of a thousand dollars is the thing we can deduce safely at this point. You know, <laughs> less than fourteen hundred, more than a thousand. Um, so we'll look, keep on the lookout. Uh, apparently, it's waiting FCC approval in the United States, and until that process happens, they're not going to release uh, pricing. But so that's yeah. it for uh, the news this week. Scott, do it, yes, sir. Oh, am do I going to do this? Are we doing this? Oh, you're doing this. Oh We're Lord. We're starting Here it comes up. the news outro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, you're wearing so You're so <laughs> getting a divorce. Oh my god.
Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> you know what we're going to hear next? What the fuck are you doing? What the hell are you doing? Oh, Lord. That is the sound of Scott Graham starting a nitro inside his house, ladies and gentlemen. On my lap. <laughs> on your lap, shit? <laughs> yeah. I have never started a 700 on my lap before. <laughs> did, oh. you choke it? did you choke it out? <laughs> yeah, I did. So, <laughs> I've only got one... And I don't, I, not that I want to argue about the price, but I, I just a question more than anything. Uh, typically when I order shit and I'm not used to paying sales tax because I lived in Montana, but now that I live in Pennsylvania, it's a new, relatively new uh, uh, form of thievery that I'm getting used to. Right. But when I order shit, it generally doesn't tell me how much tax I'm paying until I go to the shipping. So why would we assume that the price that we're seeing on a on a advertisement would be with tax included? Just 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 a question. Throwing it out so there. In, don't in Europe, if I'm not mistaken, most of the stuff is advertised with that on it already. Oh, is it? So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's not. It's a mystery till the end, right? So you're like, yeah, three ninety nine ninety nine, and you get to the end, it's well, like four seventy six or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. They try yeah, not to lie about stealing. They, don't, they want to be upfront about the thievery th- yeah. th- yeah. that's happening. Well, you I can guess. buy the product, but we will take some off the top. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, Peter and Russo, who I think is related to Mikado in some fashion. I'm not sure whether he's just a team guy or he works for them, but he was the one who let me know that. And uh, ah, okay. his word is good on things like that. So definitely includes okay. German vet. Good, dude. All my right, first well, reaction. Just- my first reaction was, "Damn, that's expensive." But you bring up a good point, Nick. If if it is truly crash proof, it'll if it'll stay inside that box, and you don't accidentally park the thing close enough to a tree where the tree is partly inside your box. You know what I mean? I could theoretically see that the thing would sort of be quote crash proof, right? I mean, I think we, you know, if you try to be a realist, at some point there's there may be a mechanical failure, maybe some electronic problem or something like that. So there might be some repair costs built into it, but. I can see your point that it would be considerably less than re-kitting a helicopter like three times a season while you're trying to learn how to do circuits and stuff, you yeah. know, but that, yeah. So well, it, it's a toss it's up, also you know, safer. I'm not sure. Like it's safer, right? Like yeah, you yeah. can't fly the thing into yourself, assuming you set up the geofence correctly. Right. So there's right, that. True. Or maybe if you're working with someone with some, you know, unique vision challenges or something, maybe it's a little bit safer. You know, there's, there's a lot of positive cases for this system. And it's also extremely innovative, right? So it, that, that development yeah. costs something. It's not free. So maybe this is, you know, the initial release. And, you yeah. know, if, if this technology is ever offered to other helicopters, maybe the price will slowly come down over time. But, uh, you know, Autonomy I'm not saying it's too expensive. Bad. I'm just saying, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think value is just in the eye of the beholder. I mean, there's people out there that are thinking, hey, man, I want to get my kids into helicopters. Yeah, I'm going to pay a little bit. But this is an absolute safe way to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. And there's people out there that are like good with it. They're like, that's fine. I probably would never buy one, but I'm past that. I think, well, I'd like to think I'm past that point of needing something like that, right? Maybe I'm not. I don't know. But I could definitely, like if my wife wanted to start flying helicopters, I would probably get get one for her. Dude. But, and not really right. blink an eye. Yeah. So that, there you go. You're out camping one random weekend and you're like, hey, honey, 
you break out the box and then you get the box out and you guys start the campfire after supper and you fly the box and then have supper or have a camp camp campfire and shit. You think she'd yeah, fly with you if you guys are guys were out camping and shit, if you had one of them? Oh yeah, I think she'd do it. I think she would fly if I were buddy boxing her, I think she'd do it. And I, this would just be an added level of Dory, yeah. there's nothing that can really go wrong here. So I think it's yeah. worth it. If, if if it's like anything else, it's it's worth what you're willing to pay. And there are plenty of people out there that are probably willing to pay. Yeah, I think it's expensive. I personally don't have a need, but if my wife said she wanted one, I'd be like, all right, let's get one. Yeah. You know? I mean, it could be the kind of thing clubs consider purchasing, you know, sure. heli-related clubs as a trainer, sure. or maybe some flight teams like A-Main or HeliDirect or any of the others like consider having. Uh, you or know, somebody, yeah, somebody that wants to go do uh, demos at a high school or something to grab people, get people into it, right? Yeah, there you go. Scott, for when all the little uh, minions come around when he's flying. Oh, man. That probably would have been a lot easier than shitting bricks for 30 minutes while all the kids tried to crash your 700. <laughs> I, I was laughing hysterically listening to last week's episode, the stuff I missed about the kids burying the sticks in the corners. That was good stuff. <laughs> it was so scary. All right. Well, I guess that's it for news, huh? Yeah. Nothing that's else? Short and sweet. Told you. So I have one little, I don't know. This is neither here nor there, so don't read too much into it. But I actually am about to receive some RCHN branded blades. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude. How cool is that? What's that carbon company out in China that emails us RGX. all RGX? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't RG, was RGX, although I was hit up by RGX. Uh, that's another company. Um, yeah. just, just buying a few just to see what they're all about. Dude, that's fucking sweet, dude. <laughs> I have no idea how well they fly. Don't really know whose blades they are. They could be complete trash, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, a little bit of news. I want to see what these look like. Yeah. yeah I'll send, I'll send his mouth. RCHN blades and stickers. What the fuck? <laughs> Where are the t-shirts? <laughs> we need some t-shirts. Sweatshirts working and t-shirts. Yeah, we're working Hoodies. on it. We're working on it. Hoodies. Yeah. The whole gamut, hoodies, t-shirts, long sleeve, short sleeve, baby tees, all on, thumb gloves. On next, can we write you're a fuck on the back of it? Yeah, we can get him a hat. Hell yeah. We can get him a hat that just says you're, you fuck on the back. On the little Why did one. I end up the fuck? I thought we were all I don't fucked. Know. No, no I think, just you. No, just you, pretty much. I'm we not sure get, how that happened, but I'm glad it did. We got to get Devin and Scott both uh, some Speedos that say RCHN along the um, elastic waistline and then a big target right on the ass. No, I want the back on the say, we fuck. (laughs) 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 Half a heart on one cheek, half a heart on the other cheek. They just stand (laughs) ass to ass and link it up. We start butting asses and stuff. Mm -hmm. No, 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 we don't. (laughs) This is the tandem flight. (laughs) <laughs> somebody pull the bus over i want to get off <laughs> let, let me off i you know we did get a new email address and i don't know i've not checked it i and i actually what i might do i don't even think it's set up but we did get a you fuck at rchnv3.com is that what happens i'm not sure but rob i'm going to give you this stuff so you can get it set up you betcha, dude. <laughs> um, but it is, it is, it does exist. So right now it'll go. I mean, you can send email, but no, none of us will get it because we don't. It hasn't been set up so we can access it. But it does, exi- it does exist. So it won't bounce back. I don't think it'll go to our server. It. Yeah, it's just the letter U F U C K at 
So if you want to like talk some shit or uh, set up some sexy time with Scott and Devin, just email that shit and I'll check it for you. I'm really pleased that this whole sexy time talk has kind of shifted over to Devin and Scott. I like that. Oh, oh you saw Devin. We can bring you in. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Van. He's out. I'm too old, dude. Oh, I can't okay. keep up with you young whippersnappers. He'll break right. it right off, man. They don't make enough by Oh, my God. Moral yes, they do. Trust me, they make enough by Moral compass. Okay. We are totally going off the rails here, but that's okay because that's what this one's all about. There is one thing that we want to talk about. Uh, it's more of a in preparation for next week. There's a big event coming up. Uh, Scott's going. Devin's going. Did you? See, you're, you're not going, are you, Nick? I don't think you're going. Nope. I cannot go. I'll be in San Francisco. Yeah. So, give us the lowdown, guys. I know. I I'm guessing. Both of you two have been there before. Obviously, you've been there before. Yeah. yeah. Tell I've us about a, it. I've Tell us why we need to go. I've got a paragraph from Jay that's supposed to personify the entire event. Okay. So, he Wait, says... Jay wrote a paragraph? It, there's some typos. There's some well, grammatical errors. Well, crayons. Yeah. Four, four, and seven years ago. <laughs> but it is, it is a Treadway tool shop piece. <laughs> so, just imagine... This. <sighs> just imagine... Going to the biggest redneck mud bog hill climbing rave party and going with family that you would actually enjoy having for Thanksgiving. And when you get there, it's 10 times better than you could have imagined. Just ask yourself, are you ready for this? And if you're not sure whether or not you can make the trip, just ask yourself this. Do you really want to be the person who missed out? And now you got to explain to Mama Tammy why you missed her country barbecue chicken. Dude, I gotta go change my pants now. Is that the paragraph? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was ended rather abruptly. I love that the um, word heli is not even in the paragraph. I know, right? Like, nothing explains any part of the event, but I'm like, I hit Jay up. I'm like, yo, give me some bullet points we can go over real quick for the event, like what people can expect. And this is what he delivers. So, that can give you an like, idea. Of I got the some tags. That goes on. Is, so, are these appropriate like tags um, that I would put on the page if it was a web page? Um, fire, couch, RC heli. Lube, party, barbecue, tranny, tranny, a pass the tranny, yep. um, spotlights, fun, midair, unicorn, midair, unicorn, yep. dolls, lube your shaft, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget all new power. Oh hell yeah! Oh yes, that's right. They've been wiring that shit up. I've been watching some yep. of them clips. New sound yeah. system, new power. Ooh, electrical fire! That happened. Oh, oh yeah, I don't doubt it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so the wiring job is they were up they, code, huh? Yeah, it was five C ready, apparently not. Five <laughs> C ready, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. Tell us about it. What uh I mean we've got the kind of the, the we we've got a we've got a uh kind of a painted picture going on here, but you know, you guys have been. Yeah. So, how many people show up, and and what's the lowdown? Where is it? Well, it's in Nightdale, North Carolina, and it really takes place on November third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Um, technically, they say fourth, fifth, and sixth, but everyone's going to show up a little early. But it's a cool little field. It's not a beautiful field by any stretch of the imagination, but it's the people and the shenanigans that goes on at the event that really makes it something. So they've got two. Covered shelters. Um, they typically have heat. They've got two pilot stations you can fly at. 
Um, there is power there. They got big generators, built in night lights. So night flying until whenever you die. Um, nice. Yeah, they never shut off. So basically from Thursday all the way till Sunday that those bitches will be on and people will be flying. Typically, it's very rowdy. It's very fun. Uh, lots of really great people. Awesome food. Hilarious times. There's going to be midairs. There's going to be uh, combat probably. We did actually buy a couch. We're going to set that shit on fire and fly smack over it. There'll probably be a fire yeah, yeah. pit we fly over as well. There is a built-in limbo bar, which we crashed a 380 into last time, and I went under at knife edge with a 700. Uh, we'll probably do the same shit. So imagine like all those thoughts you have, like, I wonder what would happen if you did this with a helicopter. It happens at RCHO. It sounds because like natural have, circus of RC helis, man. A hundred percent. We have zero <laughs> self-control and we're just like, dude, let's blow it up and do it. That's fun. Yeah, dude, that's great. <laughs> hmm. Even if you're not going, it seems to be if you're on the RC Heli Hangout, like the the largest amount of live streams come out of RCHO events because there's just so much crazy crap going on. So even if you're not <laughs> yeah. there, keep an eye on the Hangout, watch as many live streams as you can. They're always worth it. Yeah. And I'm told there will be something that has never been done before at an RC Heli event ever. But we're not going to blow that. So if you want to see it, you got to show up. But it has no. never been done and it's not just bogus. It's pretty cool. The Pantsless Tandem. Oh. oh, me and Scott together. Yes, let's oh, go. Oh, man. It's a Chinese finger trap, okay? Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> it's the only fans edit. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's to do with night flying. There will be smoke involved and some other crazy shit, but it'll be awesome. Dude, I'm, I'm going to tune in for sure. I can't make it, but I'm going to try and consume as much content as I can about it. That sounds like awesome. a fun time. <laughs> so give us an idea for those of us who would, uh, obviously this year I'm not coming but maybe next year. Uh, is there, I mean, RV space available? Is there a lot of tent camping? Are there hotels nearby? Uh, so restaurants there's a, nearby? Gas stations, that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're right across the street from the sheets. Uh, there's two hotels nearby. There's a couple Airbnbs. There's room for maybe 10, 12 campers, roughly. Um, okay. Plenty of room. Uh, you can ground tent camp anywhere. Like, no one gives a shit. You can do it in the flight line if you want. No one cares. Um, as far as like being in town, you're within 15 minutes of a Lowe's and every restaurant you ever thought could be there and a Mexican joint that Eric probably be terrorized. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's that one. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I see. I, because there's the one in Fredericksburg too. That's been oh, terrorized. it's that one. Oh, every up, single man. event, Eric terrorizes a Mexican joint. The yeah, one near RCHO, the one closest to the field closed the fuck down. Like that's that's the power Eric has. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he always ends up dr like really drunk in the kitchen, hanging out with the chefs. It's like oh, where'd it's Eric wild. go? He's in the back. How do you yeah. end up in the back? And he's just there with the guys, just chilling I'm, out. You're like, what the hell? I'm pretty sure he cooked my fajitas once. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a house of pancakes or something. Oh, it's great! Don't even get me started on Waffle House. Holy shit! Oh, I love Waffle House, dude. Oh, so does Eric. Yeah. Oh, mm. We don't have those on the West Coast. It sucks. You can't spit yeah. without hitting one in Atlanta. I know, they're great. <laughs> and they're a great. Bojangles, right? <laughs> yeah, or a Popeyes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that sounds like something that I might want to hit up next year, yeah? You wouldn't want to miss it. I think I it's a great know. time. Mm -hmm. Nick, you going next year? I don't know. It's all dependent on my work schedule. 
and the temperature because I don't pay money to be cold. It's a rule and it's hard and fast. <laughs> okay. So will you be cold for free? Oh yeah. I'll pay your landing fee for the chill out. Oh shit. <laughs> Called your ass out. Uh, no, I would love to go to RCHO. It's definitely on my like fun fly bucket list for sure. Maybe that's just, the one. My that work we, schedule controls all that. So maybe that's the one we get the whole RCHN crew to. Huh? Sweet. Yeah. yeah Ooh, dude. hell yeah! Because the airport's like twenty minutes away, isn't it? It's not far. Yeah, I'll yeah. go pick Rob up. Yeah. 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 Me and Scott nice. will go, and we could just talk about wearing underwear that have hearts on it and shit the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Rob will get to the field like rocking back and forth, hugging his knees like, who are these people? <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there like in a, having a seizure, like just going, get me away, get me away. Tell <laughs> <laughs> me where the smackdown is. Devin and I will be on either side twiddling his uh, handlebar mustache. Instead of a tandem, it'll be a trandom. Nice play there. Nice play. That was very uh, in depth there, Rob. All righty, guys. Um, uh, this is a good time. We're, we're having a good time, but I, we're going to call this one a little bit early based on what's happening this week. Just too damn busy to go much longer. But before we do that, uh, Nick, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? You could email me at you fuck at rchn.com. <laughs> V3 oh, something. Yes. Nah, you can email me at nickwisdom at rchnv3.com. How about you, Scott? Well, you can get me on Facebook, Scott Graham. You can probably find me on there. Um, or you can get me on email, scott at rchnv3.com. And someone please email me. I've not gotten an email yet. Uh, I don't even know here, if this works. I'll do, one. I'll do one right now for you. No, no. I want to get some listener hate mail. Uh, oh, well, I can I do that too. A, yeah, I want some hate mail. Forward it all to Scott. Yep. <laughs> Say something controversial. <laughs> Criticize uh, SAP. Uh, SAP should have never gotten rid of the old Black Thunder and Black Nitro. There. SAP cloned Ooh. line. Uh, oh. Oh, shit. Now you stole all of my hate mail. <laughs> no, it's just direct that all, all that shit to Scott. He's the one okay. that put, he's the one that told me, and I just decided <laughs> he was too chicken shit. So it's all Scott. That's me, chicken shit. How what? about you, Devin? Uh, Devin McClellan on Facebook. You can hit me up through there, or Devin at rchnv3.com. I'm Dan. You can reach me at Dan at rchnv3.com. Please check out our webpage www.rchnv3.com. Facebook as well under the same name and locals if you're so inclined. Last but not least, Rob Danielson. Uh, so you want to get a hold of me, huh? Mm. I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this one's kind of dicey, but it's in the spirit of our episode. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you got the balls to do this one and you can ask any question you want if you can pull this one off. Okay. So again, you need a Sharpie. And a trusted friend. Um, what you want to do, you might need a plane ticket too, but you want to make sure to do everything after you fly, just in case. Otherwise, if you're local, that's fine too. But so you want to get your friend to write your message on your back and your legs and your ass if it's a really long question. Um, and then go to RCHO. And when Scott and Devin are doing their tandem flight over the couch, then streak by behind them with your question um, and your trusted friend should videotape that in case Scott or Devin is too busy doing what they're doing to read it. And then um, I'll see that because they're going to stream a ton of shit. So I'll end up seeing that streaking 
uh, event and I'll pause it. And um, when I'm done doing what I got to do from that frame, I'll read the question and then I'll try to respond to it. Um, you know, and then I'll, you know, I'll give you a good answer if I can uh, still keep myself together. Um, but if you are afraid to be naked in front of a bunch of men in the dark in the woods that like to play with toys, um, or you don't have any friends and you can't give yourself a reach around on your back, then you can just email me at rob at rchnv3.com um, and just type with regular letters. No screenshots in there, though, please. And that's it. <laughs> No dick pics. No, oh. no, yeah, no dick pics. I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the stream on the OnlyFans version. So you got to get it. You got to sell the deal, man. Um, you can find me on Facebook too. Um, Next Gen RC on there. Uh, Instagram is the same. Um, YouTube.com/slash Next Gen RC if you want to see some of my videos. Um, and that's what I got. All righty, guys. Well, we sure hope you enjoyed listening to this one as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week. See you next time. Did we, wait, wait, did we miss Devin? No, we got Devin. We yeah, did. we did me. Yeah. Oh, that all <laughs> you, guys, you guys even listen when we record? Or do you guys like to install you turn out? What? Just leave yeah, it to the fuck to say that. He's too busy emailing me. I was secretly <laughs> fantasizing about people writing messages on their body parts and sending them to Rob's email. Speaking of which, you'll get a free RCHNV3 sticker if you do that. Gotcha. Yeah, it all worked yeah. out. All worked out. Hey, Rob. Yes, sir. You said use regular letters. What exactly are irregular letters? Like windings <laughs> or hieroglyphics? That would be like French or some other weird shit that we don't oh, so Now we're racist and, and don't like the entire country. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you and your irregular letters, you French bastard. <laughs>
<laughs> That's what they say. Actually, they say it in centimeters, the freaking <laughs> assholes. You're not supposed to jump when they measure you, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't just <laughs> jump. I fucking skyrocket when they do that shit. Wow. He just lays it out and looks at the picture of Scott. <laughs> oh, God. You know Dan's <laughs> recording already, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get rolling here.